посадил венчарешеньку на дворі. Там не стояв із милою до зорі. Чарешенька щей, хай! Чарешенька прийметься, а милая за другими дивиться. Чарешенька щей, хай! Чарешенька прийметься, а милая за другими дивиться. Ой, ходив він із милою лісочок, Виплітав її з фіалок віночок. А тепер куди піду, Лише з верби лист найду, І ще її я любити не буду. А тепер куди піду, Лише з верби лист найду, І ще її я любити не буду. Dobrý večer, šanovni radio suchačica, vitaju vás vsih na radio peredaču naš holos, radio krinskoho korinja, katera podijacija vam jak svečajnost čas subote o šostiho deni na bohatomovni radio stanci AM 1320 CHMB u misti Vancouveri. Pri mikrofoni Pavlina Makwari, djakuju što ve bole suchačama srednji večeri, tarišale parabute zimnoju nastupnu hodenu. Hello there and welcome to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm your host Paulette Demchuk-Vakori, Pokrinske Pavlina, and I'm delighted to have you with me. We're coming to you as usual 6 p.m. on Saturdays on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver and in international syndication in over 20 countries around the world on PCJ Radio International. We've got a great program lined up for you on Ukrainian Jewish heritage. We'll be taking a look at Dave Terrace, a Ukrainian-born man who went on to become known as the Benny Goodman of Klezmer. And closer to home, an interview with Joan Brander, a Pesenka artist in Richmond, and she'll be telling us about her latest book, as well as a little bit about her art and another project coming up very soon. So stay tuned for all of that, as well our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and plenty of great Ukrainian music. And we started out with uh, quite a new release, but we're going to walk back in time a little bit to about the 19, I don't know, 70s or at least maybe the 80s, more likely the 70s, and a group called Chervo Naruta from Ukraine, and here they are with Chicheri. Ти 
Расшишими кучери, кучери, кучери. Расшишими кучери, кучери, кучери. Я бы тоби чесала, чесала, чесала. Я бы мамка не знала, не знала, не знала. Я бы мамка не знала, не знала, не знала. Мамка будет дивити, дивити, дивити. Я вся буду ганьбити, ганьбити, ганьбити. Я вся буду ганьбити, ганьбити, ганьбити. Ой, Маришко, люблю тя, люблю тя, люблю тя. Зариш мені когутя, когутя, когутя. Зариш мені когутя, когутя, когутя. To the foresight and generosity of its donors, the Taras Shevchenko Foundation has been investing in the future of the Ukrainian-Canadian community for over 50 years. Since 1963, the Taras Shevchenko Foundation has been funding initiatives that strengthen our Ukrainian-Canadian identity and enhance our Ukrainian-Canadian cultural heritage. These include fine and performing arts and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media, including this program. The Foundation strives to become the premier not-for-profit foundation in a Canada which acknowledges the Ukrainian-Canadian community as a fundamental component of Canadian society. Nash Hollis listeners are encouraged to support this vision through continued donations into the future. To apply for grants, make a donation, or for more information, visit ChochenkoFoundation.com. Цвітом 
все життя. From the eastern seaboard of the United States, that was Olya Chudoba Fritz from her CDs Hadai, Remember, and a song called Lubish Chinna Lubish, Do You Love Me or Not? And moving north across the border, back into Canada, to Toronto, to be specific. And our next group is called Trio Lira from Toronto, from their CD Razum, which means Together. And here they are now with Tishmena Pitmanula, You Deceive Me. And now for a look at Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage, then and now, brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter based in Toronto, Ontario. Terrace, the King of Klezmer, by Yale Strom, chronicles the life and work of a Ukrainian-born man who became known as the Benny Goodman of Klezmer. He was the individual most responsible for the development of a uniquely American style of Jewish Klezmer music. From 1925 until his death in 1989, Dave Terrace set the standard. 
Well-known jazz legends such as Charlie Parker and Miles Davis studied his technique. Yale Strom is himself an accomplished klezmer musician and historian. He is credited as a pioneer in the revival of klezmer. Strom had already published several books on the genre when, by happenstance, he ran into a great-grandson of Dave Terrace in New York. That encounter inspired Strom to write a biography of the iconic musician. The book contains many touching anecdotes by family members, musical colleagues, and protégés. There is newly discovered biographical material, rare photos, the musical scores of 28 of Terrace's original klezmer tunes arranged for violin and clarinet, a glossary of Yiddish terms, a bibliography, detailed footnotes, and discography, plus a copy of a handwritten note by Terrace a few years before he passed away. Dave Terrace was born Dave Tarasiuk in 1897 in Ternivka, a shtetl in what is now modern-day Ukraine, located about 200 miles south of Kiev and 19 miles southwest of Uman, where Rebbe Nachman of Breslov is buried. Terrace was a third-generation klezmer musician. He learned his craft from his father and played at weddings for Jews and non-Jews in and around Ternivka. He even played in the Tsarist army up to World War I. That gig not only kept him out of the trenches, in the end it saved his life. When pogroms broke out, foreshadowing even worse devastation and horror to come with the Holocaust, Terrace managed to escape to the West with his wife and some family members. Sadly, many of his relatives were left behind. Those that survived endured much hardship, including deportation to Uzbekistan through Siberia and Kazakhstan. Life was hard for klezmer musicians in the USSR, and often dangerous. Meanwhile, Terrace and his wife arrived in America in 1920. He got a job working in his brother-in-law's first shop, because at first he didn't think he was good enough to make a living as a musician in America. But within three years, he was supporting his growing family playing his clarinet and would go on to become the most acclaimed klezmer in the United States. career he made hundreds of recordings on labels such as Columbia and RCA Victor. He frequently played for Yiddish theater, resorts, social clubs, vaudeville and movie theaters, and of course countless weddings and other Jewish communal events. The emergence of a new technology called radio allowed Terrace and other klezmer to reach a broader audience. By the end of the 1920s, Jewish radio programming and Yiddish music were being heard on several major radio stations in the New York area. During the harsh depression years, Terrace worked many different venues, including in resort hotels in the Catskill Mountains. The area came to be known as the Borscht Belt because Klezmer and Yiddish Swing were so popular there. By the end of the 1930s, Dave Terrace had become known throughout the Yiddish theater and Klezmer world as the best and most reliable clarinetist. When World War II broke out, he did another army stint. He was commissioned by the National Guard of New York to lead its military band. But the end of the war brought with it the end of the big band era and the beginning of a new American music scene. Despite that, Terrace remained one of the few musicians to still record and play actively in the niche he had carved out for himself, gigs in the American Jewish community and as a session musician, recording, radio, and teaching music.
His audience was dwindling, however. The trauma of the Holocaust turned survivors and their descendants away from the painful memories and associations of their East European roots. With the birth of the new state of Israel in 1948, American Jews still in touch with their roots began to identify with a more modern Israeli culture. But in the 1970s, Dave Terrace was rediscovered by musicians and researchers Andy Statman and Walter Zev Feldman. In 1978, they organized a tour featuring Terrace and other klezmorum and Yiddish singers. The project also produced a studio recording titled Music for the Traditional Jewish Wedding. This would be Terrace's last studio effort. The tour was a huge hit with seniors who recalled the heyday of Klezmer. But it also attracted a smaller crowd of young musicians who had formed the nucleus of a revival of Yiddish culture. In 1984, Dave Terrace was honored by the National Endowment of the Arts with a National Heritage Fellowship. He died on February 12, 1989, in Oceanside, Nassau County, New York, leaving a daughter, a son, and seven grandchildren. His great-granddaughter, Stephanie Terrace, is now the keeper of the family Klezmer legacy. Dave Terrace influenced several generations of Klezmer musicians and will no doubt continue to influence generations to come. Dave Terrace, The King of Klezmer, by Yale Strom, is available at Amazon and other booksellers. Musical excerpts you heard were all recordings by Dave Terrace. Apologies for my Yiddish pronunciation. We began and ended with Chusen Kala Mazel Tov, a traditional Jewish wedding march. Then Zefki Ich Bin Deiner Scher, a couple's set dance similar to a quadrille or square dance. Galatis, grandfather's song. Frelex, another traditional Jewish dance. The word means happy, and this song was titled Freilachs Veseli. A Pastuch's Cholem, or A Shepherd's Dream, from his 1978 recording, Music for the Traditional Jewish Wedding. You can find the music of Dave Terrace also on Amazon and on iTunes. I'm Pavnina, producer and host of Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Thanks for listening. Until next time, Shalom. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage is brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, based in Toronto, Ontario. To find out more about their work, visit their website and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Transcripts and audio files of this and earlier broadcasts of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage are available at their website, ukrainianjewishencounter.org, as well as at the Nasholos website, www.nasholos.com.
And that was Yale Strom, American klezmer musician who happened to also author the book that was just reviewed, Dave Terrace, The King of Klezmer. And that song he performed for you there was Svalava Kozachuk, a Ukrainian folk dance. This is CHMB AM 1320, Vancouver. Coming up next, Slu Hai from Winnipeg, Manitoba, and Oyupoli Kalena. In the field, there is a Kalena, a cranberry tree. is well known in the Lower Mainland by Pesinka enthusiasts. Now, Pesinka is the Ukrainian word for those glorious, colorful Easter eggs that typify Ukrainian cultural tradition, much like pierogies and borscht typify Ukrainian cuisine. Of course, there's much more to both cuisine and culture. And also, there's much more to each of these elements when we drill down to the details. In the case of Pisinka, there is much to learn about this ancient art form dating back many thousands of years, thanks to the knowledge and techniques that were passed down countless generations. 
It's still being passed down thanks to Pisanka artisans like Joan Brander. She not only creates these gorgeous works of art, she's been teaching it to countless others for many years in the local area and thanks to technology beyond. Joan joins us now by telephone from her home in Richmond to tell us a bit about her passion for this enduring art form and her plans to continue sharing it. So thanks for joining us, Joan. Hi, thanks for having me. Now, we've known each other a long time, and mm-hmm. I recall from the day I first met you that you were already an accomplished Pisanka artist and were teaching workshops in the local area. So how long exactly have you been at it? Well, I've always been immersed in Pisanka from a very young age. I remember the sight, sounds, and smells of writing Pisanka as a child with my baba. Then later in my teens and adulthood, I had the joy of sharing Pisanka with my parents. Beyond that, uh, when I began teaching and doing demonstrations and uh, just sharing my passion. So what inspired you to uh, begin teaching? Well, I did many displays and demos in the community. Uh, Do you remember Eaton? (laughs) I even did a, a demonstration there. And at one time, I was approached by a teacher who invited me to her school. Her class was uh, primary grade, and they had an entire unit on eggs and chickens. I remember the teacher, the children hatching chicks in the classroom, (laughs) and doing a Pesnica workshop with them. That's amazing. It was so much fun, and the kids were just adorable. Uh, That was 1991, a long time ago. And uh, ever since then, um, I've been giving workshops. So, yeah, it's been great. Yeah, and and still doing demonstrations during Easter time, pre, you know, Mm -hmm. before Easter, and also, I guess, in the summertime. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it it became year-round activity, pretty much. Yeah. And you got online uh, quite early in the game. I still Mm -hmm. remember, I remember coming over to your house, uh, seeing you pouring over some computer manual that would just make my eyes glaze over. Yeah. Oh, man, that's going a long way back, Paulette. But, uh, yeah, another uh, catalyst uh, was the need in the community for knowledge and supplies. And so that's when I created a website, and that was in the early 90s. So I believe I was a pioneer on the Internet with a website. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that was when you were reading manuals, like they were hard hard print. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't online. <laughs> Exactly. It was a lot harder back then. Yeah, so, but you had already been doing a newsletter um, in snail mail, right? Yes, I I did uh, proceed the internet with hard copy newsletters, which are now a collector's item because (laughs) I don't uh, do them anymore. But with the coming of the website and the well-known FAQ page, I was able to uh, answer questions from customers and people. And uh, that progressed to social media today with platforms like Facebook and a blog where I can answer questions directly and yeah. more quickly, too. Yeah, so tell us, what uh, where can people find you online, then? They can find me on uh, Facebook, Discover the Magic of Pesanka, Baba's Beeswax. And I have a blog called Baba's Beeswax. And I have a YouTube channel. Cool. And you also have a website. I have a family website, yes. The whole family is involved in it, and the website is uh, www.babasbeeswax.com. And that's if people need supplies or um, information, they can go there. Yes, and it's also the best way to contact me. Okay. And now also, um, you've taken to a slightly older technology, but still very popular one, and uh, that being books. Yes. Yes, I've always been keen on writing, Mm -hmm. and the first book I published was a children's activity book. That was in the late 1990s, and I called it Pesanke on Paper. Right. And it was uh, very popular, and and it's now into its third printing. Oh, congratulations. Good for you. Yeah, thank you. So it's kind of like a coloring book on steroids. (laughs) (laughs) Sort of like that, yeah. Okay, and so you went on, I know you've also written a bibliography, which is just fantastic. Yeah, the bibliography uh, was a unique first of its kind publication. It was launched in Washington, D.C., where it received the mark of distinction uh-huh. from the Library of Congress. Cool. And I love the play in words on the book. Um, the name is About the Pesanka It Is Written. Yes. So it's really a play on 
the book, the bibliography, and the fact that Tess and Kat are written. Right. And since then, I've, I've done uh, several articles, and uh, my most recent is uh, a new teaching aid that I'm very excited about. Ah, what's that about? Yeah, well, it's another first of its kind. Uh, its name is My First Pesanka, Symbols My Baba Taught Me. It has over 70 hand-drawn images, and it's got symbols that are grouped into categories. Uh, it's got drawings that are very simple and uncomplicated, not like some of the images you see on the web of very intricate, elaborate pesanka. These are just symbols, the, the basic symbols that are written on pesanka. And the symbols are large on pages that can be mounted as teaching aids if uh, teachers wish to use them in the classroom. Oh. So it's more than just a coloring book. Right. It's uh, used for teaching and hoping it will instill a curiosity to learn more about pesanka. Well, yeah, you're only one person. You can only do so many workshops uh, on your own. And you found, obviously you've found, because you've been doing this for how many years now? Do you want to say? Well, it's over, <laughs> over 27. I'm okay. coming up to my 30th year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you can, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're eventually going to retire. And um, you can, again, only do so many workshops. So teachers that like the art and, and uh, would be interested in sharing it can use your your latest book? Yes, absolutely. It's good for children and for teachers. You're never too old or too young to engage in the wonder of Pesanka. Great. So how can people find this book? Well, there's several ways they can purchase it. It's available uh, from Amazon.com, from the website babasbeeswax.com, or from your local Ukrainian craft store. Okay. Super. So you've done books, you've done workshops, articles, um, social media, and um, you were a pioneer getting online in the first place. Uh, And I understand that you're looking at jumping into another up-and-coming technology uh, trend to uh, promote this wonderful art form. Yeah, I've got several things going on. My newest endeavor is uh, to create a podcast. I want to capture all the fun that I've had mm-hmm. over the years and the knowledge I've accumulated and uh, over the past, uh, dare, dare I say how many decades, but it has been that <laughs> long and it's time to continue sharing. Yeah, well, that's great. So, well, you've got a YouTube uh, channel. What, mm-hmm. what do you do on the YouTube channel? My most recent uh, endeavor is to do some book previews. Okay. And I've also got some fun, whimsical stuff with uh, my company mascot, Guy Kiska, and uh, he likes to have some fun and poke some fun, so uh, it's whimsical and uh, has a bit of humor in it. Okay. How can people find you on YouTube? On YouTube, it's uh, Baba's Beeswax is the YouTube channel. Perfect. Okay. So, So tell me more about your podcast. Yes, there's a lot of things to cover. I'll be covering the culture, the technique the history, the tradition, and just uh, sharing everything that I know. Awesome. Well, um, and I hope that you're going to allow me to share that uh, podcast here on Nasholus. Absolutely. It's one of my favorite stations and and the best uh, venue to do it at. Well, thanks for that. I'm glad to hear that. And uh, absolutely pleased to uh, be working with you and, um, and helping you to bring this to uh, Nasholus listeners. So definitely keep me posted, and I guess people can keep tabs on you as well. I imagine you'll be letting them know. And how can people uh, keep tabs on you and keep in touch with you? People can get in touch with me by phone or by email or through our social media platforms. All those platforms are listed on our website, www.babasbeeswax.com. Okay. So if you go to that website, you can see a link and just click on it, whatever you're comfortable with and whatever platform you're using. Just uh, please comment and uh, post your comments there, and I'll be sure to answer them. Awesome. Now, um, what was the name of your most recent book again? It's called My First Pesanka, Symbols My Baba Taught Me. 
Okay. And for any teachers that are listening and getting ready to get back to school, that is certainly um, a good thing to add to their repertoire. And um, they can get a copy themselves at your website, uh, www.babasbeeswax.com. And um, you mentioned something that you've got a little present for a lucky listener. I do. I'd love to give a copy of my book to the first the listener that calls me at 604-275-8169. Okay. I'm happy to mail it out, or you can pick it up and uh, have a, a peekaboo at my gallery and studio. Perfect. The phone number is 604-275-8169. Okay, so once again, listeners, uh, if you'd like a copy of this great teaching aid, it's, uh, and you know, if you're, if you're not a teacher, but you know somebody who is, who may not be able to catch the show, then here's your chance to get a free copy. Call 604-275-8169. And once again, 604-275-8169. The first caller through to reach Joan, and you can make arrangements on whether or not you want it mailed or you want to pick it up and have a look at her studio and to some of the incredible artwork that she's collected. Well, she's collected, she's done, <laughs> and is on display in her studio. So once again, 604-275-8169. Joan is waiting for your call now. And uh, so thank you once again, Joan, for for joining us. And uh, look forward to bringing your podcast onto our radio show here at Nash Holos and uh, sharing your incredible knowledge and skill with Nash Holos listeners. Thanks so much. Thanks for interviewing me, Paulette. And thanks for showcasing our Ukrainian-Canadian culture on your show. Thanks. My pleasure. Here's what's coming up this week in Vancouver's Ukrainian community. This coming Friday, enjoy a pierogi supper at St. Mary's Ukrainian Orthodox Center, 13512 108th Avenue in Surrey. Doors are open from 4.30 to 7.30 p.m. For more information, you can call them at 604-531-1923 or 604-581-0313 or visit their website, www.uocstmarysurrey.com. On Wednesdays, catch Nash Hollis Ukrainian Roots Radio, broadcasting live from Nanaimo to North and Central Vancouver Island, the Gulf Islands, the Sunshine Coast, Northwest Washington State, and in the Greater Vancouver Listening Area. Join me, Paulina, for the first hour in English, and Oksana Poparajnik for the second hour in Ukrainian. That's Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific Time on CHLY 101.7 FM on the radio dial and streaming online at chly.ca. And at 6 p.m. Saturday evenings, flip your dial right back here to AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver or catch the live stream at am1320.com. And join me, Pavlina, for another hour of fun on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Please send dedications, requests, and suggestions to producer at nashholos.com. Your comments are always welcome. In between broadcasts, follow Nash Holos on Facebook, Twitter, and our blog. And for audio archives, transcripts, podcast feeds, and more, visit our website at www.nashholos.com. Казала уторо, почилуєш разів сорок, я пішов, тебе нема. Ти ж мене підманула, ти ж мене підвела. Ти ж мене підвела, ти ж мене підвела, ти ж мене молодо, зумарозо, зустрела. Ти казала, у 
Tobile 
from many years ago with Chorene Orel, a story about some of the hardships of immigrating to Canada oh, 100 plus years ago. And before them was the Cove Cossacks from Coventry, England, a new group that just burst on the scene and released its first EP uh, back in November. And that song was one of their kind of original, sort of a mashup, I guess, maybe is a better word than original, and that was Tish. Taranta. You've been listening to Nash Hollis Ukrainian Roots Radio, our flagship show in Vancouver, coming to you Saturdays from 6 to 7 p.m. here on AM 1320 CHMB on the radio dial and online at am1320.com. If you miss the live radio transmissions, you can get the podcast later. Just visit our website uh, to subscribe to our podcast feed and that's www.nashholos.com. There's also a link to our Patreon site there, and I hope you'll consider following and engaging with me on the site as well as supporting the show. Incidentally, you can also support the show at no cost to you through the Amazon links found at the Nashholos website. Again, that's www.nashholos.com. I love to hear from you, so please send in your suggestions, dedications, and requests. Your comments are always welcome. And our proverb of the week translates as Don't express your ideas if you haven't tried them out yourself. Good advice. And with that, we've come to the end of our program. So to wrap things up, the Canadian Rhythm Masters and the Great Plains Kolomeka. I'm Pavlina on behalf of all of us here at Nasholas and AM 1320. Thanks for listening and Dobranich! Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.